Hello and welcome to the AFL Footy Fill-Up, your ultimate punting guide. This is Data V Dicko today. It's the two of us, Jacob Wilson and myself. And while we introduce Jacob, we missed our multi by one point last week and it is your fault, resident nerd geek, the data let us down. Not my fault. I think we could blame maybe Port Adelaide's goal kicking. Or what are they delivering inside 50? Because they had more inside 50s, they had more shots at goal, uh, and then more scoring shots as well, and lost the game by one point, which cost us our multi. So, Hinkley or Port Adelaide, you're to blame. Gee whiz, you can shift the blame yeah, real just quick. Yeah, What about that drip of sweat coming down, <laughs> as I just said, you cost us by one point. But last week, we did pick Brisbane against the Hawks as outsiders. Yep. They were value. Carlton against yep. Adelaide. So, the punters had a little fill-up, and then we finished with the Doggies. Knife and fork, they ate that lineup. Yeah, my favourite one was the Blues because they were paying two dollars fifty, and I thought it was a really good bet at the time. And they absolutely obliterated the Crows, put them into a real strife that club. And now the the Blues have won five of their last seven and flying. Stay tuned at the end of the show for the footy fill up multi. You'll find that in the enhanced odds section. All right, Friday night, North Melbourne and Hawthorne. This one is almost a toss of the coin game. North Melbourne, the form they're in, they just tapered off a little bit, and the Hawks. Probably the better side last week. Didn't hit the scoreboard, but we've got a cracker. And who are you going with? Yeah, talking about accuracy, what happened at Hawthorne? Ever since you've been down at Hawthorne <laughs> to fix our goal kicking, it was their worst goal kicking since 2012. They kicked one goal 11 from set shots. That, that's why they lost the game against the Lions. One Once goal again, 11? It's the same story as Port Adelaide. It's nothing more frustrating as a punter having uh, been diddled by accuracy, which the, which the Hawks were last week. Um, so they look at the, uh, North Melbourne as well. Yeah, they had a really good start under Reece Shaw, but... Their last three weeks have been really disappointing matches. Got um, put a, a put away pretty early by um, the Kangaroos. Uh, sorry, by the by the Eagles over in the West. Came back from the West as well on a short break. I think the Hawks should be starting at probably about dollar sixty favourites in this game, and they're, they're outsiders. Dollar ninety five. So yeah. you can see the value in this. But I'm going North Melbourne, one to thirty nine. I know the Perth oh. trip, the short trip, they come back, but West Coast a hard team to beat over there. They did get belted up. They'll come out and contested game will be everything against the Hawks. Uh, I think they might be bouncing back this week. I think the, yeah, I, I think you're wrong, but I think the reason that it's an interesting game is because these are two turnover specialist teams, two teams that are really going to be good on the outside. And I think what we found, find is Hawthorne, when they get into these turnover games, even against other good turnover teams, their structure just holds up every single week. The next game is Essendon and Port Adelaide. $1.48 for Essendon. Jacob Wilson, can we see some value in this game? No, I'm going for Port Adelaide. This is going to be my special, my special <laughs> of the week this week because I think that Port Adelaide was so unlucky last week. And you actually look at their season. That's the third time this season that their expected scoring um, has been higher than their opposition and they've lost the match. So if you actually flip those three results, it was round three, round 15 and round 19, they would be sitting 11 and five on the ladder and they would be sitting uh, a fifth on the ladder. And all of a sudden you look at this game and they'll be sitting um, maybe maybe even money or maybe $2.20, not $2.70. That, it's just been blown away by their accuracy. They do have the worst accuracy on goal of any team this season. They do need to fix that. But accuracy is one thing that can just sort of vary week to week. So hopefully this is a good week for them. Well, I like Port Adelaide as well. I see the value in this. Untrustworthy is the word yep. because... Every commentator across the country is gone. Are they going to do it this week? Are they not? And their form has just been so in and out. But Ken Hinckley's been uh, addressing the board this week. So he'll come out swinging, as he would. And the players should come out swinging because 
Were you surprised last week with Essendon and the Gold Coast Suns? Well, it's it's actually a theme for Essendon at the moment, which is they get behind in matches and they come back. They've been behind in their last five games and come back and won. So the other thing you could do in this game, if you think that trend's going to continue, is maybe do Port Adelaide to lead the first half and then Essendon to come home and win, win it at the end. Or maybe Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide, Essendon, Essendon in the quarter line. So there's a few different ways you could do it if you think that Essendon have this trend where they... Start out slow and then come home uh, with a flurry. Well, I'm super keen on the on the Port Adelaide because 270 is the value in this one. I reckon they'll bounce back in Essendon. Coming off a little touch-up early by the uh, Gold Coast Sun, so I'm leaning towards Port. Let's have a look now at the Giants and uh, Sydney. Sydney flex their muscles for about a half against the Cats, and Cats are out of form. Now they're back in form thanks to the Sydney Swans. So the Giants... They look like the form team coming in now with a month to go. Well, it's interesting when you look at the Giants. They have, they're have they one of the most distinctive teams in the league because they score from stoppages. They're the number one team that's scoring from stoppages. They rely on scoring from stoppages more than anyone else. Then you flip it over to Sydney and see what they're doing poorly over the last uh, three weeks. They've lost the clearances by 55 in the last three weeks. Now, that's the worst we've ever recorded in a three-week period. Wow. They are struggling without Sinclair. They've got Alir in the ruck or Hamish McLean in, uh, in the ruck. It's a debacle in there at the moment. That's just going to give the Giants plenty of opportunity in the midfield to generate these scores from stoppages, which is how they win the game. So that line of 24, given how much the Giants should be able to control the game um, with Mumford and Dawson Simpson in the ruck, I love the Giants. We don't always see eye to eye, but we do a little bit on this one because I think the Giants will do a number on Sydney. 40 plus. 40 plus. We saw them ambush Collingwood a couple of weeks ago. I think there's an ambush coming as well with this one because, as you said, the contested game, inside game, the clearances, everything's marrying up towards the Giants in this one. 295, 40-plus. The other one, the other risky thing is Rampy's out, and the great thing about Jadeveris' forward line is their key forwards. They have kicked oh, about almost over 100 goals between those three guys, between Finlayson, Himmelberg, Cameron. Um, they're the, the best key forward combination in the league, and now Rampy's out. I don't know who's going to be able to cover all three of those guys. So there could be a lot of goals um, in line for those three players. Well, that's why you're here. You paid the big bucks. Now you said Rampy's out. I might go that 60 plus. 60 plus? Well, I think he is pivotal to their back line. He holds them up. He stops about 10 goals a game. Yeah. That's he, big for a he, defender. He, he should be in the All-Australian um, picture as the third key defender. All right, I'll keep it at 40-plus just for you, Jacob right. Wilson. <laughs> All right, fantasy fill-up time. The man next to me, uh, he does know the data, but this is one of his just... The sweet spot is the fill-up. Yeah, Who now, do you like? Well, we just spoke about GDWS v Sydney. And what did I tell you was going to happen there? Smashing. Smashing at the stoppages. Stoppages. Now, who's GWS's number one stoppage man? Timmy Taranto. Timmy Taranto. His line is 115. Since all these injuries have happened with Kelly going out um, and Ward's out for the, for the season, uh, Cornelio's out, he's been averaging 124. So he's the main man in there. He's the one who's going to be doing the scoring. Then if you put it in there with uh, the, the fact that the Swans are going to get smashed from stoppages, they're losing the clearance by 55 over the last three weeks. Going to be plenty of scoring opportunities for Timmy Taranto. And did you know he's one of the top five fantasy scoring players this season? That surprised me when I saw it. He's one of the top five players. You were surprised. Top five. Yeah, that's Grundy, there's McRae. And then in that same mix is Tim Taranto. What about my favourite player at the moment? Everyone said uh, he had a form slump, but he was actually pointing in the right direction. Dusty Martin. I was just, just sleeping, wasn't he? Oh, he wasn't. His game has been so much but better this year. He's one of those guys, though, rounds one to eight. Just who cares? Like, to be honest, oh, I'm a... 
15 and onwards kind of guy at this stage. He was just career. warming the tyres up. Yeah, exactly. just, I'll sit in the forward pocket for most of it. Now he's running through the midfield a little bit more. Had 38 disposals last week. And if you look since round nine, he's averaging 108 points per game. His line is only 100 points. And boy, is it a nice matchup against the Demons at the moment. They just leak points. Uh, leak goals as well. So he might be able to get on the, uh, the end of a few goals as well. Love Dusty at 100 uh, for his line. I love him too for um, most goals in that match. Yep. Because you know what he's like. He'll start in the uh, source and then just leak forward. They don't have a good matchup for him either because they've got they've got their key defenders back, but he's too agile for Lever, too agile for May. I don't think Neville Jetta's in good enough form to handle, handle him either, so I think Dusty could have a big game. All right, Fremantle and the Cats. This one's interesting because it's at Optus Stadium. I reckon they're back on now. The Geelong Footy Club, after the bye, had a little bit of a training block. I think they're coming out beautifully with a month to go. Fremantle, another injury. Luke Ryan's out with yep. the hamstring. Huge loss. Massive loss. He's the interceptor. So he does set it up and they build from the back. But Ross has got no players at the moment. So the water boy, the property steward, they might have to fill some uh, some roles in this. So Fremantle, are you expecting what? Not a lot. Not a lot at all. Now, the question I ask you, does, does Ryan get in the All-Australian team off his, off his 19 games? Or is he going to miss out now that he misses four weeks? It's, it's tough because I had him in there. Yeah, he was in. So you think a month of footy pushes him out? It definitely puts him on the borderline of where you, you might toss up two guys and one guy's played 22 and one guy's played 18. He might just miss out on all Australia. No, I think his form's been too good. I'm, I'm sympathetic to him because he's had a fantastic season. Uh, but you look at the Dockers, their scoring is a massive issue. Like, there was a period where I thought to myself, I love their forward line. It was Hogan <laughs> was playing down there. Tavener was in career back forward. I'm a big fan of Brennan Cox. Walters. McCarthy was... You couldn't kick McCarthy out of the team because he was kicking too many goals. Walters was going... Well, they've lost them all because McCarthy's lost form. Hogan's out. Tavener's out. Brennan Cox is out. So now they've got no one to kick to down there. Playing three Ruckman. Rory lobs the key forward. Yeah, Darcy and then And Sandy. Sandy, Sandy's playing his key forward down there. They're averaging 50 points per game over their last four matches. They're coming up against the best defence in the league by six points per game, which is Geelong. So the question is, what are they going to score? Now, I've sort of... I've gone pretty safe here and said they're going to score under 70, which is paying $1.60. I thought about going under 60, which was a bit... Maybe even under 50 points. <laughs> are you serious? Well, they're averaging 50. They're only averaging 50... And they're coming up against the best defence in the league. So the, the scoring could be really low um, from Fremantle. So that's where I'm looking at. Just Fremantle to score under 70 points, paying $1.61. That's a smart bet because Geelong, you love Geelong and you think they'll win at $1.40. But for Geelong to keep them under 70, $1.60, you're smarter than I give you credit <laughs> for. All right, I like Geelong in this one, but 40 plus. Just go big. I just think they'll flex their muscles off the yeah. stadium. We know it's dimensions of the MCG. They play that well. What's that pay? $3.80. Yeah, that's good. So I'm going to be pretty short and sharp on this game. All right, let's turn our attention to Melbourne and Richmond. Melbourne, start of the year, you would have said this game, oh. Saturday night football, would have been a blockbuster. Do you, do you, you want to be in charge of ticket? AFL fixturing? Because hey? imagine being in charge of AFL fixturing. You go, well, well, we'll put the Demons on you know, Friday nights. We'll put them on Saturday nights. They're going to be a great team to watch this year. I would have put them almost as the number one seed because they play a really attacking brand of football. And... At least they haven't gone away from that. They would have thought at the start of the year that tickets would be like rocking horse poo. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have been able to get one. But <laughs> that this it'll have what fifty thousand there. Yeah, if that. If that. If that. There's not much interest in uh, watching the demons play at the moment. But what are you interested in? As I'm in? saying, at least they're still playing the same brand of footy. It's aggressive. It's attacking. Uh, leaks a lot of goals. And that's why I'm going to go with the scoring to be high in this match. Over 163.5. You look since round 15. Demons are third uh, high-scoring matches. Tigers have the fourth high-scoring matches. So I think this just could be a shootout. A shootout. Okay. 
Well, I hope it is a shootout because you know what I'm like. I'm throwing in my boonana in this game. Yep. There's a market over under between total points. Now, the total points for this game is 163.5. Yep. I think on the basis of, uh, I do back you in a little bit, they do score heavily but they can leak heavily. So based on that, I'm going the between. The between. 160 to 170. So I'm right in the game. You love an exotic bet. Well, yeah. I do. And, and that's why it's a boo nah, nah because it's a throw at the start. It's a pay? $6. Because often when you back a line, and if you back as many as me, <laughs> you miss by one or two here or there. Now, I'm, I'm putting our punters right in the go zone here, 160 to 170. How do you like that one, data boys? It's, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's a small window, though. Well, that's what punning is, a small window if you want to back it. All right, now, it's a big one on Saturday night also. Adelaide and St Kilda. I want to get to the data before the bet. Now, tell me about the stats for Saints in Adelaide. Not good. Tell us. Not good. They've never won at Adelaide Oval. Well, that's a good one. Zero and nine. That's a good start. Let's have a look at their record against Adelaide. <laughs> now, obviously, if you keep losing over in Adelaide Oval, you must be losing the Adelaide teams, but they've lost their last nine matches against the Crows by an average of 53 points. This is their bogey team at their bogey venue. If the, and if the Crows are going to turn it around, it's going to be this week. Now, even if you just look at across the season, Adelaide have a percentage of 107, Saints have a percentage of 85. Played Gold Coast twice. Played Gold Coast twice. Saints have played Gold Coast twice. Saints couldn't put Gold Coast away. Ooh, <laughs> so they're both, they're, bang. Both, they're both played Gold Coast twice. So you can't use that as, a, as an excuse for their percentage. Adelaide is just a better team than St Kilda across the season. Adelaide are at home. So I'm going to go for Adelaide to win. I'm going to put the same game multi on here. I'm going to put Adelaide to win the first half, and then I'm going to get them to win the second half as well. I think they're going to be um, winning across the board. That's paying $2.05. Okay, so you didn't like the $1.38 head-to-head. You're just going to go... Well, you can get... If, you, if they win the first half, then you see reset and they win the second half, you get... You get What's that? That's one with $2.05 compared to one thirty eight. They're not even apples yeah. and apples. No, there. no, I love it. I love yeah. it. I just uh, like the way you open the shoulders up. All right, I like the Saints at the line, the plus 17.5. I know they haven't won over there for nine times, and I know Adelaide have had the wood over them. But Adelaide are not in great form. Yeah. And the Saints have won two in a row, albeit they didn't play their best footy last week, but still got the job done. So plus $17.5, ninety one. Did you watch the game last week, Saints and Melbourne? Yeah, I did, actually. It's not the worst I've seen. Yeah. But they the still skills, got the job The skills done. were poor. They were poor, but yeah. has Adelaide been hitting a target? No, 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 no. Okay, data boy, that's how we're going to roll. All right, first goal scorer market. I want to know the stats on how many you've hit this year, Jacob Wilson. Think of it three. That's three. not bad. Not bad. It is, it is a hard market. I find it uh, sometimes... Don't play it down. Play... Well, I feel like I could have had 10. <laughs> if, you want, if you want my honest truth, there's been a few shots of goal that have gone wide. A couple of, you know, when you mark it and you handball it off, and you think to yourself, just kick the goal yourself, son. <laughs> oh, you cost me my first goal scorer. So I could have been 10. I've only got three or four. But, um, I'm going this week with the first one. I'm going to go with a bit uh, a bit wider. Yeah. One of these $10, $9. Brody Smith at $34 uh, against the Saints. He's been playing 40% forward, 40% midfield. Mm. Um, over the last three weeks. He kicked a career-high three goals two weeks ago. At $34, that's just too long for a player spending that much time in the forward line. He should be paying around that at $20 mark, and he can get him at $34. Do you know what I'd love, Senna Bounce, if he does a stringer, he starts in and just does a big torp just straight through. Straight through. Can you imagine the nerd burger sitting on the couch? He'd be up, the rug would be off, <laughs> spill the cup of Milo. Like You'd be all over it, wouldn't you? I'd be very excited. Yeah. All right, your other one is Tom Lynch. Yep. Uh, we're looking at him for the Coleman uh, to come What's home. What's he paying the for the Coleman? Well, I'm not quite sure what he's paying, but he's seven or eight behind. Um, he's charging home, isn't he's he? He's charging home. And he's, a, he's the number one key forward in the league at the moment. He came at $8. Now, the, the number one key forward in the league should normally be paying six. But he's paying eight. 
You look at what he's done. He kicked the first goal four times this season, which is the equal most of any player. He's kicked three-plus goals in his last five matches. You couldn't have a player hotter than Tom Lynch at the moment, and he's good, got a good matchup um, as well. So there's a lot of reasons to like Tommy Lynch this week uh, for first goal. $8, no thanks. He should be at 6 Well, when you look at the first goal scorer market, there's any other player at $8, and Tom Lynch is $8 as well. So <laughs> a little each way there wouldn't go astray. <laughs> All right, the next game is Collingwood and the Gold Coast Suns. Now, Gold Coast put up a pretty good fight against Essendon. Should have won that game of football. Collingwood, they need a win. Is it timely? Are you going with the pies and a big one? Well, I'm going with Gold Coast. I think I've been impressed with what I've seen from the Suns over the last two weeks. I I was off them. I was completely off them uh, about a month ago, and I was making a lot of money on them as well because they were putting up (laughs) some some big losses. But they've fixed their contested game over the last two weeks, and this is their only game at the MCG for the season. So it's almost like their grand final. The only time they get to come to the the big venue. They have a good record there as well. They've only lost by more than four goals, I think, once in their last Mm. six games at the MCG. They do like playing at the big... Uh, the big venue, the home of the uh, of football. This is a chance for them um, to play their grand final against a, a really good team who's out of form. The line's only 18 and a half. I think uh, Gold Coast can stay within that. Yeah, the line's too big for me because I think Gold Coast will really push Collingwood. And like you said, they've just turned a few heads in the last couple of weeks. So Sorry, the line's 37 and a half. So. Yeah, yeah, 37 and a half, $1.91. So I'm going Collingwood 1 to 24. I think they'll get it done, but I think Gold Coast will push them like they did Essendon last week. Yeah. So $2 on offer for that. Carlton and West Coast. David T, he just keeps producing. Will he produce this week against West Coast? Fun's over. <laughs> I love it. Fun's over. The party's over. Everyone go home. You've had your time. You've played your bottom, you know, the last five, seven, uh, sorry, the last six games have all come against bottom 11 teams. They're not playing against these bottom 11 teams. They're playing against West Coast. They're going to bring the heat. The Eagles need a big win as well. They're in a real tight tussle with Richmond and Brisbane for percentage for that second spot. We know how valuable second spot on the ladder will be this year. Kennedy and Darling, boy, were they good last week. And Liam Jones... Is uh, is in defence for Carlton. Do you reckon he's having some sleepless nights? I think that I don't think he's having sleepless nights. I think Josh Kennedy's just dreaming about <laughs> ten. He's going, where is I kicked seven last week. I haven't kicked ten in a while. Maybe I'll have ten against Carlton. So I'm going to go with uh, West Coast by the line. Um, no, so I'm not actually going to go West by the line. I'm going to make this my boonana. I'm going to go West Coast fifty plus. Yes. The shine's going to come off old Teague and everyone who's on board this train to get him the coaching will think to themselves, oh, maybe we'll just wait to the end of the season and, and reevaluate because West Coast are a great team in good form um, and Carlton haven't played someone like that in a long time. All right, I'm with you on that one. I think the $1.36 just safe in that one. Just anchor that in all your multi-bets with West Coast. Just head-to-head. Um, Not confident that West Coast... Oh, I think they'll... Oh, I got a little bit of a flavour to, to Carlton, like... Like a big scalp. Like you said he's played against all the bottom teams. Well, if he gets this, you that's have what to I be mean. Bullied, so this yeah. is a defining game for him, for his uh, tilt at the job. So yeah. that's why I think they'll get it done. But if they get within two or three goals, yeah. you'd have to say that's a pretty good pass yeah. mark. Anything, anything within in this line, which is eighteen points, is a win for uh, Tiggy. All right, Brisbane Lions and the Western Bulldogs. Brisbane Lions in Tassie last week. Well, they got over the Hawks and the Western Bulldogs. Would you say they're the form team in the last couple of weeks? Well, they did lose to the Saints two weeks ago, so I don't know I'd say that. But they have... Uh, they, two the weeks ago? Oh, it was, you're right, last week. Prior to that. But they, they were in good form. They were the, in the Saints, really good The form. Saints produced one good quarter against them when they were fresh off a new coach. Um, but I love the Bulldogs. I've loved them all season long. I think they're the sort of team that can cause this sort of upset any week. So when any time you hear the Bulldogs at $3, I've been jumping on board because they've just been causing upset mm. after upset. Of course, they've, uh, they'd be sitting in the eight had they not lost 
five very winnable games. They lost to the Saints, they lost to the Suns, they lost to the Blues, um, they lost to North as well. They've lost some, so many of these games, but then they come out, come out and they're beating these great teams. And paying $3.05, um, and we mentioned it off the top as well, Brisbane weren't that good, good that uh, last, last week. Hawthorne should have beaten them. Mm. Hawthorne, one uh, goal, uh, one, one goal 11. One goal 11. Now, Bulldogs have the capacity to kick one goal 11. We know about their goal-kicking woes as well, but you can't rely on your opposition mm. kicking inaccurately on goal. So Bulldogs are in great form. Um, you ex- Excluding the one quarter. One quarter. The That's one what quarter. I was getting at. Yeah. The form team, apart from one, one quarter. quarter. Um, and Brisbane, yes, they've been winning, but they haven't been putting teams away. All right, well, I like Brisbane at the line. Minus 18.5. I'm a big Brisbane fan. I think now that they're obviously eyeing off top two and holding that position for that home final. And I know everyone doesn't want to talk about finals, but internally, you're talking about finals. Yeah. As a player, you're looking at it going, top two's up for grabs. Put the carrot out there for the boys. Well, I think the 18.5. And, and they're hoping... They don't hit the scoreboard as straight as they should. Yeah, the but you know, do you know that there's a lot of talk about Brisbane at the moment as well, that they don't have enough finals experience. They can't win the flag because oh. they've got no finals experience. They've got 10 players on the list who have played finals. You know, Hodgie's played millions of them. Yep. Um, but you've got, you know, Mitch Robinson, Jared Lyons played some. Um, they've got 10 players on their list with finals experience. They've got more finals experience on their list than Essendon. So... There you go. Let's not worry too much about Brisbane's final experience because they've got players that have been on the big stage before. It's footy fill-up time. You can find this in the enhanced odds section. Now, Adelaide, you're keen on Adelaide, so you've thrown them in the multi to start. We want a winner. We want to win this multi, don't we? Because I cost this by a point. So I've gone a bit safer. I don't want to be the one that lets it stand, so I'm just going to put Adelaide in there. Well, I like Richmond to cover the line of 28 and a half. So against Melbourne, you said they can leak, they can score, but I think that Richmond will do it better. Yep. And then we're in agreement with Giants. Yep. We both like the Giants. Just head-to-head, they should uh, get the job done over the Swans. All right, let's recap your special. Port Adelaide 267. Port Adelaide 267. Love them. Just kick straight. Kick straight and they'll be fine. And your boonana? West Coaster. Put away, Teague. 50 plus. 50 plus. Big my, win. My special was Geelong 40 plus And uh, the between in the Melbourne the between. and Richmond game. Now, that is the total. Over, under, between. I think that's the thing I'm going to be watching. 160 to 170. I'll be watching for that more than anything else this week. You know, you'll be looking for 40 points a quarter. So if you're over, under, I think I'm just going to be tracking that all game long for you. Well, you need an extra strong Milo when you do that in your nerd <laughs> burger because it's going to be a real good watch. That's all we've got time for on footy. Philip, hopefully enjoy the show. Enjoy Friday Night Football North Melbourne and the Hawks. We'll be back next week. See you then.